Louise McSharry on 2FM. As I speak, Irish athletes are in Japan preparing for the Olympic Games. These Olympics, however, are going to be different. COVID-19 means there will be no spectators whatsoever, meaning no family from home cheering you on in the stadium. However, to keep the energy flowing, a new initiative called Sound Support, sponsored by FBD, was created to inspire and fire up Team Ireland as they take part in the Games. You may already have seen the brilliant television ads kind of exploring this project, but I wanted to know more. So music producer Richie Egan and Team Ireland sports psychologist Jesse Barr join us now to discuss the project. Hi, guys. Hi, Louise. Hello. How's it going? So, Jesse, I suppose before we get into the project itself, let's ha- explain to me... I mean, I'm not an athlete, (laughs) but I can imagine it's very significant not to have any spectators at all. And of course, not to have people who are important to you in the stadium. Yeah, it is, of course. I mean, look, it's such it's been such a weird build up for a game for the athletes anyway. So I think the general consensus has been that everyone's just glad it's going ahead and they're embracing the challenge. Um, I'm just glad that they're going to be Olympians at the end of all this. Mm. But at the same time, not having you know, those familiar faces waving their flags in the stadiums or just having someone to hug afterwards that's familiar to you is definitely going to be a challenge, especially people who've had that experience before. And so the project that we're involved in has been, you know, a really nice idea to kind of create that kind of continuity of like support while everyone is so far away. Yeah, so I'll get into the the project itself now in a minute. But I think it's interesting what you said there, that the lead up to these games has been different to to any other ones. And of course it has, because there's been a big question mark over it, you know, just even in in a general sense about whether or not it was going to happen, as you said. Mm. Um, Have the athletes had to do kind of very special preparation in order to kind of get their heads in the right space for this competition? Um, I don't know. Well, see, this is actually my first games that I've worked on as staff. So mm-hmm. I don't know how different it is. <laughs> but yeah, there's there's been a lot of preparation and contingency planning for all the extra kind of challenges and demands. I mean, it's a demanding experience for any athlete. I mean, this is the pinnacle of sport and there's a huge amount of expectation and pressure and, and just more attention on it. So a lot of the preparation will be on that anyway. Mm. And then to prepare these athletes for, you know, the demands of COVID, the extra restrictions, you know, the kind of more physical distancing and just not having the usual day-to-day that you would usually have at a competition. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there's been lots of prep around that. And I think the athletes have really embraced this, you know, and yeah. I think they are prepared. It is disappointing, I'm not going to lie, but it's better to be going ahead yeah. um, and to, for people to be able to see them to compete than be sitting at home with no games. Now, I think most people would be aware that music can play a role in kind of getting people into the right headspace. Well, I suppose all we all use music to help us get into the mm. right humour for various things. But I mean, there's plenty of shots of athletes in locker rooms with their, you know, fancy headphones on listening to, yeah. you know, whatever. Um, in, in your experience, how, how important can music be in terms of getting people in the right headspace? Oh, it can be brilliant. You know, it's something that I would definitely work on with athletes and and make them aware of the kind of emotional component of of music, you know, and, you know, introducing different songs and showing kind of how that can affect their emotional response and, you know, making them aware that if they're using music as part of their preparation, that they're using the right music for what they want their, you know, their psychological preparation to look like. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't want suddenly a, a random playlist to throw up a song that reminds you of maybe a breakup or mm-hmm. something, something emotional. So, you know, it's, it depends on the athlete and what works for them. You know, some of them like the hardcore hip hop rap, you know, head, 
you know, head, headphones on, hoodie up. Mm. Um, and others prefer just something to keep them more relaxed and calm before they go out to race because, mm. you know, our emotions and our heart rate, everything kind of matches to the music we're listening to. And we do very much respond more than just from a, you know, physical point of view, but that emotional point of view. So mm. it's a really important strategy for the athletes. And I think even more so now with no spectators in the stadium to try and help motivate themselves. Yeah, so so that's, I suppose, where this Sound Support project comes in, as I said, uh, sponsored by FBD. And, and Richie, I mean, I based on what I've seen and heard in the ads, um, it's a really special project. Can you explain to people who aren't familiar with it what your role was and, and what it's all about? Yeah, um, well, basically the project is to provide support to the three athletes that they chose. Um, and it, it basically involves, uh, they came to me looking for a music track that would be uh, bespoke for each athlete. So we took the sounds of them training, and then we uh, we took the sounds of their friends and family, um, giving them voicing their support. And then I put some musical elements and tied it all together, basically, and um, made a track for each athlete. It's really cool. Just for people who haven't heard, so what you might hear, say for you know, a bo- say for Kelly Harrington, the boxer, you might hear the sound of her training in the gym, and then you hear people who are important to her, you know, saying kind of messages of support in the background. But obviously, Richie, you know, it's way better than I'm saying it because you've put it together. And you, you actually well, know what you know you're what? doing. <laughs> well, it was amazing to hear the sounds of training and use them in a musical um, way. You know, the people at Event Junkies Day, they're the ones that recorded the raw sounds. And it was it was incredible to hear just how musical the sounds are of the athletes and also how different different sports sound. Like the boxing is obviously very high octane, a lot of impact stuff. But like the the badminton with the beautiful sound of the, the, the racket being swung was just a beautiful like sound as well. So it was it was a very exciting project to be involved in to, to actually find the music and then to, to take the the support from their families and friends kind of a, it felt very special and it felt like uh, because they will be travelling without Irish supporters there, it felt like it, it was a way that they could have a little like audience in their pocket, you know, when they can just stick their headphones on and get a taste of the support that we all have for them, you know. Yeah, and in the ad that kind of shows this, kind of demonstrates this project, we get to see the athletes responding to the music, which it, for what I presume is the first time. What was it like for you seeing how they responded to it? Yeah, like I was a little nervous the response because like I felt kind of like I needed to to do uh, to do a good job to make sure that they they could really feel the love and support that that uh, that they have and also for me it was a learning experience to see just how dedicated the athletes are and how hard they train like listening to the sounds I felt like I was getting a workout myself you know <laughs> listening to how intense the training was yeah and like so from my end I kind of wanted to make sure I put the work in and make sure that that I kind of uh, and, and for example, we, they they like different types of music. So we found out that Nat was more into sort of trance music. Mm. So it was like trying to just put the little genre spins on their tracks as well to make sure that they 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 could connect with them. You know. Yeah, such a cool project. Have you worked with that kind of those kind of sounds before? That kind of found found sounds. Is that what Never. they're called? Am I making that up? <laughs> I, I've, I, yeah, or samples or found sounds. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean I do that myself, but never with uh, with like athletics. You know, mm. so cool like I might actually use a couple of the sounds myself now in future productions <laughs> yeah I mean you'd be right because what you made is is amazing um Jesse what did you think when you heard what Richie made oh I was blown away I mean it was a real 
you know, our, our hair is up on the back of your neck kind of thing. And like I got to see it, the preview before it went out online or on uh, TV and seeing, you know, Kelly Harrington sitting in the corner of the ring just crying. You know, yeah. it, I, I felt emotional and it, I don't even know the people that were in her, <laughs> her sound. And, you know, it's just it's showing how much uh, that little bit of support and just messages of support from people from home. Um, how important that is for the athletes when they're in these kind of high pressure, high stress situations. So as much as people are far away um, and they're not going to be in Tokyo, just knowing there's people at home at the other end of a phone or a FaceTime will be so important. So, yeah, I just, it's been an amazing project. I wish I had the skills that Richie had. It was, they're <laughs> incredible. But yeah, it was just such a fun project to be part of. So different. Jesse, I know now you're in kind of a unique situation because you'll be going to Tokyo to support the athletes and work with the athletes at the Games. But yeah. your, your brother is also an Olympic athlete. <laughs> so he will have someone there. He will, yes. It's quite a, quite a unique. I, I'm surrounded by kit at the moment. I'm due to fly this weekend. Um, so I'm in the depths of packing and green green tracksuit all around me. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he'll be in the holding camp. I travel to the holding camp for about 10 days with the athletes, which is where they're based before they move on into the main village. So they mm-hmm. spend their time kind of acclimatizing and training. So we'll actually share our birthday. We have a birth- share a birthday. We're not twins. There's three years between us. I will share our birthday actually in the holding camp. So oh, talk wha- about having support from home. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, that God, you'll never forget that. And of course, your brother yeah. is, for people listening, the hurdler, Thomas Barr, who um, I think we all got to know at the last Olympic Games. Um, so yeah, that's a God, that'll be a once in a lifetime kind of yeah. experience for I've been, sure. I've been having uh, people saying, oh my God, you know, let us know how Thomas is getting on. And, you know, people, mum and dad seeing, will they send me spring stuff or put stuff in my bag to send for him and for his birthday? So... <laughs> That's you know, it's, it's it's really nice that uh, for both of us, I think, to know there's someone like that in um, yeah. close proximity. And Richie, can I ask, like, do you feel kind of connected to these the three athletes who you made sounds for? Um, like, will you be better into their competitions now? Oh, I'm 100% invested in those three and all the athletes. And for me, it was a learning experience because, like, they just work so hard. You know, it's such a long road for them. To, and the amount of, like, sacrifices they make, like, just to get to even go qualifying for the Olympics, they've already won, you know. So, like, mm. for me, I'm, I wouldn't be that athletic myself. And just, it was an amazing insight to see into their world. And uh, yeah. just really, just I was just blown away by how hard they work. And I'm fully invested now in supporting them. <laughs> well, tell me, Richie, do we have any music on the way from you? Yeah, I've got, well, I have a record written now, so I, I just have to kind of record it properly, I suppose. And I've been doing another couple of few different things here and there. But yeah, it's been a productive uh, home studio time. We've all been locked away at home, so uh, I've been making the most of it. Great. Well, I can't wait for that. Um, and before yeah. I let you go, Jesse, um, is there anything we can do at home to make sure that the athletes know they're supported by all of us, given the fact that we can't be there in person? Yeah, 100%. Look, it's very rare an athlete that isn't on social media these days, Twitter and Instagram. I think showing their support, but, you know, within reason, obviously, don't if you if you send someone a DM or a tweet, maybe don't expect an instant yeah. reply. They are quite in the zone. <laughs> but also be realistic. I think what kind of happens, we get so excited about, um, you know, athletes going out to the games and then they're torn back down quite quickly if they don't, you know, win medals yeah so you know I think the support is being you know just being supportive no matter what the performance is that if an athlete underperforms 
they're they're the most disappointed person. They're the ones who know that they've made a mistake or they haven't they haven't done what they're capable of. So yeah. sometimes I find that can be the hardest thing, and it's partly what I've been preparing athletes for was that kind of post performance and how you'll deal with that. So I think just showing the support and you know sending the messages that you're proud of them no matter what. I think that would be really appreciated by all the athletes. God, yeah. I mean, I will be on my couch. So like, yeah. <laughs> I'll just be, be impressed by the fact that these people exist, to be honest. I know. <laughs> well, thank you so much. That's Jesse Barr, Team Ireland sports psychologist and Richie Egan, music producer. Uh, thanks a million for sharing the sound Bye. support project with us. Have a great one. Thanks, Louise. We'll be with you every step of the way. No regrets. You know your job. Oh my god, that's amazing. That is so cool. Let's go again. There you go. That's um, an idea of uh, what Richie put together. It's really special. And what a special time. You know, it's going to be a once in a lifetime experience. I mean, the Olympics is for so many people, but I mean, it's really going to be very different this year. So I hope we can offer all our athletes great support. Louise McSherry on 2FM.